0: Give the Lord that in Jesus' name. Come on, He's worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight, isn't it? Praise God. I was glad when they said unto me, Let's go to church. Amen. Growing up it was never a question are we going? As a matter of fact, I, I well it was just never a question. I wish there's a few times I would have been asked if I was ready to go to church, but uh, it was never a question. We went to church. Well, sick, good mood, bad mood, we went to church, because it's always better to be there than anywhere else in the whole wide wide world. <laughs> Thankful for the people of God, the house of God, the ways of God. Amen. If you have your Bibles, the book of Job, chapter 31, I'm going to move as quickly as I can here tonight. It's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be with your pastor and first lady, bishop and mother Wright, and uh, these great men of God on this platform and throughout this building. Amen. And most of all, to the saints of the Most High, I salute you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I love you regardless. Make a man feel a tad awkward. Amen. Uh, giving glory to the Lord. Amen. I, I don't play card games anymore. Hope I don't offend you with the fact that I play card games. Um, but I don't, I don't play them anymore with my wife. I don't, I don't play games of any sort uh, because I hate to lose. Now I'm going to just give you a, a, a little weakness of my flesh. I am a sore loser bad mood don't even begin to describe it a hellish day it's just i cannot stand to lose i'd rather cheat than lose (laughs) Uh, i got some brothers and sisters out there today if it looks like things are going to go south we're going to we're going to make it go north quick if it takes a slide of the hand or moving 10 when i was supposed to move eight hey one time I got so mad I just threw the cards, it was at her mom and dad. I said, I'll never play cards with you again. That was twenty years ago, we ain't played yet. Amen. Proverbs had something to say about dwelling in the house with a brawling woman or something of that nature. So <laughs> she's not here, and I don't think she's baby if you're watching all this is a joke. Amen but I, I just there's just something baseball softball basketball whatever i do whatever play at whatever i attempt i don't like to lose i i love to ride horses and every now and then we'll get a rank one and uh, he he thinks he can get me off and every now and then they do but the key is you got to get back on you just tighten up ride harder and you you you'll win if you stay in the saddle I'm just going to warn you right now. We fitting to tighten up right hard because we ain't losing this one. Read between the lines. Some of you wonder what I'm trying to say. I'll make it plain for you. I, we, we laughed this morning and um, I said, you know, most evangelists get to boast when they've been in a place a while, or been at a place a while about the addition. The service is growing, more people coming. I told him this morning, I said, it's the first time I've ever lost half a church as an evangelist. <laughs> Come on, you might as well laugh. So I'm so glad to see y'all here tonight. Please don't leave. <laughs> Come back next Sunday, next Sunday night. Amen. Well, um, we began this and the Lord spoke and promised us some great things and uh, when he gets ready to have something live or create life, the first thing he does is create the atmosphere. Remember me preaching to you about that? And if he has to move something or change something or alter something, it's all to the moment of the sixth day when he puts something into what he has created. I think God has been at work in the past several months creating. I think God has been at work in the past several months aligning. But I want to tell you tonight, it's time for God to put some things into this environment. Well, I'm excited. Amen. I'm 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 excited about what God is doing, what He has done, but I'm excited about what's on the horizon. Five hundred was not just a number magically pulled out of the air. That was the sovereign word of God. Heaven and earth will pass away, but that won't. Now, you're going to have to get a whole lot more excited than that if we're going to get along here tonight. I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord with people that believe that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all. Amen. Amen. Go with me to the word of the Lord, Job chapter 31. One of my most favorite passage of scriptures. It will not be long here tonight, but oh, that one would hear me. Oh, that one would hear me. If I could just get somebody to hear me. My desire is, if I could, if I could get you to pay attention to me just for a few moments, here's my desire that God would answer me. If, if I could just Get a response from heaven. If I could just get God to answer me. Oh, yeah. And and, and one more thing. After God and I speak, if I could just get my adversary. If, if, if I just knew that he had written a book. Here's what I'd do with it. I'd put it on my shoulder. Matter of fact, I would get it above my shoulder. I would put it on the top of my head. And I'm going to prove this to you in just a few minutes. I'd take some rope or some lace and I would tie it and make sure it didn't fall off. I'll read it to you like Job said it. Oh, that one would hear me. Behold, my desire is that the Almighty would answer me and that my adversary had written a book. Surely, I would take that book upon my shoulder and I would bind it as a crown unto me. If I had my way, I'd want God to speak to me. But I want my adversary to write a book. I know you're waiting for the bombshell and there's not one. It's just that simple. My desire is this. God, answer me. Devil, write about me. (laughs) oh you're gonna do better than that come on folks if god would answer me that would be cool that would just be phenomenal but that's not all i want i want my enemy i want the guy that taunts me and follows me i want the guy that tempts me and tries me i want the guy that knocks me down and tries to knock me out i want him to have to write a book. Mm. I want to preach to you tonight. If my adversary writes a book, what would he say about me? If my adversary writing a book, what would he say about me? Lift your hands and your voices. And give God praise here tonight. Lord, we love you. You may be seated. The devil is a wise old fox. If I could catch him, I'd throw him in a box. I'd lock that box and throw away the key for all the tricks he's played on me. That was the Sunday school hymn that I grew up with. It is a cute saying, but yet a simple truth. The devil is a wise old fox. If there was some way that you could catch him, subdue him, knock him out, not just knock him down. I would gladly take him and throw him in a prison and never let him out. What a glorious day that would be. What a glorious moment that would be. But that's not just a hype or a rhyme or a myth. Revelation tells me that there's coming a day when we will look narrowly upon him and say, is this he that troubleth the nations? And then somewhere after that grand and glorious moment, the Prince of Peace, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the ending will take him and will place him in a bottomless pit for a thousand years. And he will be damned there for eternity. See, you, you didn't even respond on that. You've you got to wrap your head around the fact that as vicious as he claims to be, as powerful as he claims to be, the church trumps him in every area, every walk of life, and every day. The church is not some weak, anemic, powerless people. But we are the people of Matthew 16 upon this rock. I will build my church and the gates of hell. And the gates of hell. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I am not in a weak church. I am not part of an anemic church. I am part of the book of Acts church. I will bind the devil. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The other day somebody reminded me of a truth. It was in that moment where a little discouraged about life and circumstances. And they were trying to encourage me and they said, Brother Morgan, just remember, I read the back of the book and we win. And that made me feel good. But I have something that trumps the back of the book. I happened to read the beginning of the book and we won in Genesis 3 and we won in Genesis 4 and we won in Exodus i'm not waiting to win i have already won for this is he that overcometh even you're going to have to get up off that seat of discouragement tonight and understand the devil does not win now or ever there's going to be shouting on the heels There's going to be shouting here tonight because the devil is still a liar. The devil is still the father of lies. We are the church of Jesus Christ. My God, you ought to shout as loud as you can. We win. We win. We win now. We'll win then. We'll win forever. Clap your hands and give him some praise here tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If I just knew that I could make it, you can. If I knew that I could come through it, you can. If I knew God's grace was sufficient, it is. If I knew God would hear me, he does. Those are just simple truths of the word of God. Yay, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. anointest my head with oil my cup runneth over surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death even in fear I cannot stop walking the key to victorious walking is keep walking yea though I walk through not I stand still not become terrified by the plight of my adversary or my crisis but when i realize if i ever stop walking i lose if i ever stop moving i lose yea though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i fear no evil i won't stop i won't quit you can knock me down you can't knock me out you can't intimidate me you can't push me you can't win i win I win. I know some of you are standing there tonight and no doubt have crisis or dilemma in your life. And no doubt the adversary is working overtime trying to convince you that there is no way out of it. May I encourage you tonight with the word of God. There is a difference. It changes everything. If the paragraph ends with a sentence the sentence ends with a comma or an explanation point, You with me? It it all determines how that thing ends. You, You can say the period is there. It is a finality. But if you put a comma there, that means something else is coming next. It's not quite done the devil has knocked me out period or comma the devil is bigger than i am period or comma the devil is knocking me around like a punching bag period or comma you sit there and proclaim the period i shout it's just a comma he knocked me down but i'll get back up i'm weary and well doing, but i will not faint He'll, he'll work overtime on you. He'll use everything in his hand to intimidate you. But I rise to this pulpit tonight and tell you the devil is not. The devil is not. The devil is not the winner. The church is. The devil does not win. The church does. Hallelujah. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the weak say I am strong. That my friend is the greatest principle of acknowledging the fact of what you are, but not accepting it as the finality. I am sick tonight, but I shall be healed. I am weary tonight, but I shall be strengthened. It's all right. It's all right because sometimes sometimes the enemy seems to get the last word sometimes he comes into our life with such an onslaught with so much movement that we absolutely lose lose where we are who we are and where we're going one of the greatest stories in my opinion in the old testament is the story of job one of my favorites is Job. i find a lot of my life more like Job than I do anybody else. I wish I could tell you I was like David, a man after God's own heart. But I have more in common with Job. I try to live for God. I try to do the best I can. But it seems like on a regular basis, the enemy confronts me on the morning. I know you don't have a bit of problem. Your life is perfect. You don't have any crisis. So I'll just preach to me for the next few minutes. I get up early i seek the lord i pray daily for my children i pray daily for my marriage i pray daily that god would bless me and it seems that as soon as i get done praying satan is there to buffet me i'll just preach to me a while satan's there to buffet you and he'll show up because that's his business in the book of job the first chapter It is God and the devil having a conversation. And the Lord looks at him and says, Where have you been? What have you been doing? And he said, I've been doing today what I did yesterday and all the days before. I've just been to and fro in the earth. And the Lord said, I know, we have a hard time with that. And the Lord said, hast thou considered my servant Job? And the devil said, oh yeah. I look at him almost every day, but I can't touch him. I can't do anything toward him. And the Lord smiled real big and said, right. Right? Because you have your hand of protection around him. You make sure, you gotta hear me, you make sure that nothing bad comes his way. No calamity falls upon him. And the Lord chuckled and said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I will lift my hand for a moment. And I will allow you to take some stuff from him. But I'm just going to tell you, devil. He won't curse me and he won't die. You're just going to have to believe that Job loves me as much as I love Job. (laughs) Now... If you are paying attention to what I just said in the last two minutes, it would went something like this. The devil can't touch me lest God gives him permission. And if the devil comes at me, it's because God's got confidence that though rough the road, though steep the climb, still i'll go right on devil you can touch my money but you won't take my faith devil you can touch my body but you can't have my faith devil i won't quit devil i won't stop devil i won't give up it doesn't matter what you're not putting a period after my calamity you're gonna have to put a comma because i'm getting back up i'll rise again Come on, we need to have a Holy Ghost explosion around here tonight. We need to exalt the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful name of Jesus tonight. The other day, since, since we've been here, we had an uh, appointment with the doctor, and uh, we went in, finally got his insurance fixed and switched around, and it's time for him to go back for an MRI, and he was having so many symptoms, we kind of got a little worried, and so we took him to the new surgeon and uh, had the doctor's appointment, and so we met with the surgeon after. He said, I don't want to cause concern. I love it when they say that. If you don't want to cause concern, just shut up. Don't tell me what you're fixing to tell me. Just smile and say, all is well. We don't want to cause any concern, but based on the symptoms, based on what we're seeing, the tumor's growing. And nobody wants to hear that, you know, after what we've gone through. He said, it appears that the tumor is growing. And so uh, we sent out a few texts to some people we trust and love. Please help us pray. You know, this This is the walk of faith. And so they said, we're going to have to do an MRI, come back in next Thursday. And uh, they, they moved quick. They did the MRI. Doctor called us and said, don't go home, just meet us in the morning. But the last time they did this, it turned into nine and a half hour surgery and treatment and all this kind of stuff. So you can understand if your mind begins to play some tricks on you. Yeah. And so we drove the Little Rock and we went through the MRI in two and a half hours and He got done, he smiled real big, and and Colton said, it's going to be okay, let's go, let's go eat. Sounds like my boy. And so we went eight, we checked in the hotel, and we were a little, you know, uh, not quite understanding. You you picking up when I'm laying down. Okay. And so we get up the next morning. We walk in the doctor's office. But before we get into the doctor's office, I turn in the Little Rock Children's Hospital parking lot. And I said, take my hand, Colton. Take my hand, hon. And so we join hands right there in the parking lot. And I said, Colton, what do we want the doctor to say today? What do we want him to say? And Colton said, you know what, dad? I I don't even care. I'm just I'm just tired of all of this and I kind of looked at him as I understand that Here's what I want the doctor to say when he walks into that room I want him to smile and I want him to say it's nothing but scar tissue and we can deal with that versus the alternative And we prayed and I said god in the name of jesus. This is exactly what I want the doctor to say and when we walked in there Five minutes turned into 10, 10 to 20. Finally, the doctor walks in with his nurse, his assistant. And he just sat down and he just smiled real big at Colton. I thought, man, that's kind of odd for a doctor to smile like that. And he said, got some good news, boy. And I said, mm, here we go. He said, what we thought was growing, it's not. He said, it's not the tumor at all. He said, we got a problem with some scar tissue. But listen, we, we can... At some point in time, the church is going to understand that when the devil comes at us and he writes the sentence and he says, I'll kill you, I'll take you out, I'll take your life, your health, your babies, he might say it, but he doesn't get the right to put a period there. I hold the pen of my life and I say comma, but by the grace of God, I say I need you to help me tonight because we got to drive back complacency and that spirit of doubt and unbelief. It's a comma, honey, not a period. Job's drinking his coffee. Everything's good. He's prayed. He sacrificed. He sought God. And all of a sudden, one of his servants comes in and says, I got some bad news. You've lost all your cows. Your cattle's gone. And the Bible says, while he yet spake, another cometh and said, excuse me, but your barns are gone now. And if I looked right four or five times, While yet he spake, another cometh. You ever get in that cycle where it just appears the bad news just keeps coming? I wish I was preaching to more people that needed this. You're acting like you got everything fixed. And while he yet spake, another cometh. And while he yet spake, another cometh. All of a sudden, before Job gets to take a sip of his coffee the next morning, the messenger comes and says, Your oxen and your donkeys are dead and... Your barns are gone, and thieves took your camels. And, and, and while that one was talking, another came in and said, "We got some really bad news. All your sons and daughters were in the barn, and, and now they're dead." And 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 Job, what's what's that on your forehead? Job, what's that on your arms? Job, it looks like you're breaking out in something. And while he had spake, and in the midst of the first and the second chapters of Job. It's all about a conversation between God and the devil. Job wasn't even privy to it. Job was the recipient of a conversation. And it didn't start with the devil saying, Hey, I want to touch Job and see if I can get him to curse you. It started with God saying, What about Job? Before you get so mad at the devil, you ought to give God a try. You Listen to me. If you get this simple revelation, it'll change your perspective on trials. The next time you want to kick and fret and blame the devil, you ought to stand back and say, God's got confidence in me. Trust me. No, we're just going to hit the pause button. Stay here a minute. God, trust me. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I can't stop. I got to keep walking. If he led me here, he didn't leave me here to kill me. He didn't leave me here to leave me. He led me here because he knows I'll just keep walking. mad at the devil and you ought to give God a thundering round of applause because he has confidence in you midst of all the devastation the hurt the pain the loss would have been staggering then the love of his life walks in and she says you must have done something to make god mad no i didn't it's it's not that he's mad at me it's because he's happy with me wait a minute all of this is because God loves you. You thank you for being honest. Whoever it was, you were honest. Yes. Yes. He took my cows because he loves me. Well, well, that's, that's a harsh God. No, no, it's a God that knows. I'm not going to put a period where I could put a comma. You know, they come in that room and they, they just reek of fear and intimidation. Doctors do. And they got those charts that you can't understand. And they read those names that you'll never fathom. And they start saying, this is out of whack and this is a little high. And because this is out, we think this. And then they start saying facts. You don't have a much of a survival rate or we don't think we can get it all. And that may be truth. From their perspective And so I've learned to just set them Let them just write whatever they want to write Say it however you want to say it But one thing I will not let them do Is put a period there I'm surprised some of you that had such trouble growing up with your parents and that dysfunction of this present world are not helping me preach right now. Because it doesn't matter what they say. What they say may be truth while they say it. But it is up to you whether you put the period or the comma there. You're right. Daddy didn't do me right. You're right. Mama was dysfunctional. You're right. I come out of that. But that doesn't mean I'm going to stay that. It doesn't mean I have to become that. Instead of a... Instead of a period and it being the final, I'm just going to put a comma and say, but I went to a Pentecostal church and I repented of my sins and God got a hold of my life and he fixed me. He picked me up. He put me together. Chapter 1 ends with the, with Satan touching and devastating. Chapter 2 begins with Satan presenting himself again with the sons of God. And he says, where has you been? He said, you know where I've been. I've been to and fro on the earth. And the Lord said, yeah. What about Job? I got a feeling this time he said it was a little bit different than the first time he said it. I think he got a little arrogant. How about old Job? <laughs> How about Job? And he said, yeah, here's the problem though. You have a hedge round about him. If you'll lift the hedge, I can get Job to curse you and die. Look up the word hedge sometime, and it will change your life about what the Lord blesses you with. It will make you understand that it's just there for a moment, that it can be there and it can be gone. But it's not the devil that gets to take it. It's God's sovereignty at work. All five of you that believe that, thank you for believing that. I'm going to convince you before I get done here tonight that the devil does not have free will at my life. The devil doesn't have free will at your life. The devil does not. He does not. Uh -uh. And in chapter 2, he said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll lift the hedge. And you can do anything you think you're big enough to do, but you will not take his life. You can take him to the point of death, but you cannot take him into death. And Satan said that's good enough because I just know when I keep taking all his wealth and I get all his friends and I get his wife to turn on him, I'll get him to curse you and Die and Job's life went from bad to worse. But at the end of it, Job didn't curse God. At the end of it, Job didn't blame God. At the end of it, he said, I just got some few questions. What what, what did I do to deserve all of this? What, what's your master plan in all of this? And the Lord looked down at him and said, Boy, where were you when I hung the, 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 the planets and the earth? When I plumb bobbed heaven, where were you when I spoke the worlds into existence? Don't ask what you have no power to understand. And Joe backed up and said I got you I'll just say it this way I came naked I'll leave naked But the time between I think I'll get a praise on Because I understand And the story of Job is staggering. It's revelatory. But the thing that I love the most is when Job sums it up in the 31st chapter. When life has begun to get good again. And somewhere he begins to contemplate what just happened to him. And somebody might have asked him, Job, in all of this, what have you learned? In all of this, if you could have your wishes, what would you ask for? He must have bowed his head and thought just a minute. And he said "Mm, it would go something like this. That God would answer me. Hang on, if God would just answer me, because I'd sure like to know why he did what he did. I'd sure like to know how come he chose me and not somebody else. Come on, folks. It's okay to ask God why at times. As long as you're asking God and not some friend and complaining about God. But if God would just answer me, I would say, I didn't understand it, I don't understand it, but I just want to make sure we're all right. Yeah, see, you thought Job was going to complain to God. No, Job just wanted to make sure everything was still all right with God. I just want to know, did I pass the test? I just want to know, did I hold fast my integrity? I just want to know, did your confidence in me, did it remain intact? God, will you answer me? I need to know, did I do it good enough? And the second thing I'd want God to do, uh, if, if, if wishes come to pass, I'd want my adversary to have to write a book. Oh, God, I love this. I'd want my adversary to write my book. Why don't your best friend? Nah. No, it wouldn't mean as much to me. I want my adversary to write it. Because he'll write it better than anybody. Because when my adversary starts the first chapter, he's going to say, I went to the Lord and I asked God's permission to take out Jeff Morgan. And I had a plan devised to take him out. And boy, the devil would write it right. He he wouldn't pull any punches because he would think he was going to get me. He would write it like it was the last chapter of my life's story. He would write it with such authority. He will not survive. He will not rise. I have studied him long enough that I know I can kill him. I'll destroy him with doubt or unbelief or lack of faith. I'll take his health. I'll take his money. I'll touch his family. He'll just write it like a master. But at the end of it, when he goes to put the period, God says, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not going to let you put a period there. I'm going to let Jeff determine how the chapter ends. All right, Morgan, how do you want this chapter to end? Because this is what the devil said he would do. Really? Really? You mean to tell me your life is so together that this doesn't help you or bless you in any way tonight? You mean to tell me the devil doesn't come at you and tell you I've got your number, you will not survive I'll take you down, I'll take you out No, sir, devil, because the period will not be there I'm going to make you put a comma I'm going to make you tell the whole story (laughs) at first he said I'd put it on my shoulder and he said but I'd be afraid you might not see it What's that? What's on my head? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's my life story. Just in case you don't see it on my shoulder. I'd want the Holy Ghost to allow me to put it on my head. Because I would wear it like a crown. Every time somebody looked at me, they said, Oh, that's a unique crown. He said, I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you something. The doctors told me there was no hope. The doctors said I wouldn't survive. put a period on the chapter of your life. Start with a common. on your head it's my crown what is your crown all about I'm glad you asked the devil came at me with everything he took my children he took my wealth he touched my life but I knew I just knew that the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Thank you. You know, your dad, your dad was a jerk. Your dad, your dad, is he behind me? Your dad's worthless. Your dad never mattered to anything. You know what? You just like him. You're right. He didn't take care of his family. Your mama was a tramp. Your daddy, your mama, your grandpa. What can you do? Everything he said was right. Just keep writing. God, whatever you do, Make my adversary write a book. Oh God, God, I feel the Holy Ghost here right now. I feel like somebody can come out of your life story. Please don't stop. I feel a witness of the Holy Ghost so strong here right now. Please don't make me preach past the moment. Please don't make me preach past the moment. If God is here and God is ready, let's move in it. He got it he got it from his daddy your, your, your family you, you just you just got to accept the fact that that's just the way it is you listening generational curses apply to us all being poor can be a generational curse being uneducated can be a generational curse Being an unbeliever can be a generational curse. No matter what nationality color my skin is, we all come with generational curses. And the devil likes to taunt us. And the truth of the matter is, he's writing the right story because it's the story of my life. But when he gets it all said and he gets it all done, he doesn't get to choose. Unless by my silence... By my inaction, I allow him to put a period there and make it so. But I've lived for God long enough to stand back just a while and let the devil have his say. You done? Finished? And when he's getting ready to put the period, I get the right by the Holy Ghost to say, uh uh. No, 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 no. You're not putting a period there. You're right. You're right. That's what I carry to this moment. But thank you for highlighting it. Thank you for bringing it. But let me tell you how the story's going to end. I took it to the cross. I took it. And the Holy Ghost said, But now you are
1: washed. Now you are cleansed.
0: strongest man strongest man ever lived samson gifted from birth anointed by birth could tear fence posts g- city gates off the hinges tie foxes tails together but he got involved with a with a she-cat and she kept asking where in where in watch me She didn't get his power till she got his mind. The devil doesn't just attack you right at the first for your power. Because he knows you win. But if he can get your head in her lap. uh, I'm saying a lot. I just need you to hear me quickly. If he can get your head in her lap. you love me if you love me you tell me we don't we're not good at this are we okay i'm glad we're not good at this (laughs) if you love me you tell me if you take wet vines and she tried it you know the story and through enough persistence he said it's in my hair i made a covenant with god That I wouldn't let a razor touch it. Gone. The Philistines are at the door. And they took him. And they poked his eyes out. And they chained him like an animal. Just keep writing devil. Just as long as you're writing. Don't stop writing. I was an anointed man. I was a powerful man. I was a gifted man. But this man called Samson made a mistake. Oh, I'm in the Holy Ghost now. Oh, God. This man made a mistake. He forsook his calling. He forsook his placement. He told the secret of his success. He told what he wasn't supposed to tell. You're right, I did. And I'll never see because of it. And I'll never be free again because of it. Just just don't quit writing. And now we find Samson treading. Now we find Samson in prison. Now we find Samson being led like an animal but while all this is going the bible says and samson's hair began to grow again you'd think they would have figured it out you'd think they wouldn't have forgot that but as long as the devil has to keep writing we might as well make the end of the story a good one <laughs> I may not can see it, (laughs) oh yeah, I feel a restoration, I, I feel restoration. I feel, see, it was never in the length of his hair. It was in the fact that he wouldn't let a razor come to it. And it didn't matter if it's that long or that long. It was, I'm ready to do this your way now. And instead of letting a period be at the end of his life, Samson said, take me to the pillars. Take me to the pillars. I got a feeling my life will change. I got a feeling the last chapter will be as great. you lift your hands? I, I, I just feel a holy pause right here. Give me give me your attention for just a minute. Oh, that one would hear me. Behold, my desire is that the Almighty would answer me and that my adversary had written a book. I'm done. I just want to tell you what all this means. That my adversary means contest. A contest. So all of this between me and the devil is a contest. It's a chiding. It's a contention. It's a controversy. It's a striving. Had written to grade by implication to write, to describe, to inscribe, to prescribe, describe, record, prescribe. So you with me? A book. Properly writing. The art or a document. A book, a bill, evidence. So here's the deal. I, I, want, my, I want my contestant. I want the one that's playing life against me to have to record in a legal document what goes on. Surely I would take it. I would lift great variety of applications literally, figuratively, absolutely, relatively advanced, rise. I would, I would make sure that I I lifted this upon my shoulder. The word shoulder, the neck between the shoulders at the place of burdens, the spur, consent. I would take this and put it on my shoulder and then I would bind it. I would lace it or bind it or tie it on my, as a crown, literally a crown. I would... Declare, I would properly front, that is to stand boldly, to stand opposite and manifest. Mr. Devil, I just want you to see what's on my head. It's not just for the world to see it. It's for me to come back to the guy that had to write it. you're going to have to get this. It's not just for my brothers can sit, my sisters can sit, the church can be uh, exalted and and, and build some faith. No, 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 no. It's I'm going to get right up against my, my, my adversary and I'm going to say. Excuse me, devil. But have you written what you've written lately? Hey, devil, have you read your latest blog yet? Hey, devil, have you read your latest tweet? I got him. Got him. I caught him in the quietness of the night. When he thought nobody was looking. And he logged onto the internet. And I started throwing temptations at him. I started pulling hard at him. I got him this time. Because he's had a trouble with this in the past. I, I've tripped him up so many times. Get ready to rejoice demons. We got him. He's, he's down for the count this time. Because he told the preacher and he told his wife, he told me he'd never do it again. And now here he is. And the struggle starts. And all of a sudden something greater than you says. You can put a period there. Or you can put a comma there. It's your choice. I don't know why I'm saying this. But I, it's, just, it's just in the Holy Ghost. And the struggle is real. And the fight is real. But it is in your power to put a period there and let that be your epitaph. Or you can put the comma there and say, he almost got me. But the grace of God, the look in my wife's eye, pastor pleading with me, pulled me from the brink. Hey devil, have you read the rest of the story? You got me the other time, but you didn't get me this time. You almost... There's some victory in this house tonight. It's not just hype. There's a fact in this house. Write it, brother. Write it right. Write it with power. <laughs> to your feet all over this building and give God praise. We're going to put the comma to our life story before this sermon. Battle's not over. No, 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 no. This is where he normally gets you. This is how he typically gets you. This is where you normally succumb and give in and quit. This has become the story of your life. You'll never do any different. You'll never be any different. You'll never change. Period. And it becomes so. Or you can say, Hang on just a minute. God, my desire is that you would hear me. And I want the devil. No, I want my devil. I want mine adversary to write my life story. We all, we all like a fairytale ending. People make millions writing fairytale endings. You can make a fortune if you can put together a fairytale ending. I'm looking at hundreds of them tonight. You know who determines it? not God and bless your heart not the devil I came to church bow I come to church down him out I come to church a little defeated and the devil said see I told you revival wouldn't last see I told you that oh you got quiet on me there I told you that spirit wouldn't last. I told you it would die down. I told you you'd go back to normal. No. You're not putting a period there. The comma says, you thought you got us. You thought you distracted us. But no. We're going to have revival. We're going to break our chains. We're going to have. How's it going to end tonight? How is it going to end tonight? How will your story end tonight? How will this service end tonight? How will the last chapter be written? Hey, hey, Daniel. Daniel, you, you got to quit praying, man. You, you can't pray like this anymore. Don't you know the king made a, made a decree? You, you can't pray like that anymore been praying like this for years not anymore and they wrote the law thou shalt not pray and they made sure he had a copy of it but at prayer time he opened the window he bowed his knees and he prayed and the devil made sure the king found out about it, and they took him and they accused him They convicted him, and they flew him in the lion's den. And what should have been a feast for the cats, instead, cats became pillows for the prayer man. Because when Daniel's feet hit that that lion's den floor, he said, hang on just a minute, devil. you forgot you're writing my story oh I thought that was better than you did you don't know how it's going to end unless by default I allow you to write your version but since I'm still alive it'll go like this I'm going to have a good night's rest and in the morning, the king's going to come check on me. Let's see here. What do I want him to say? How do I want this to end? Oh, Daniel! Nah. Nah. That doesn't sound good enough. How about something like, Did your God deliver you? That kind of has a good ring re- Shut up, devil. I'm, I'm not done getting it ready yet. Just wait on me. It is finished. And the devil said, they were looking for the big period maker Jesus said you thought I was still up there didn't you the end of the story is going to read something like this and the king of kings and the lord of glory came down into the cast out, the forgotten, Bezelbub, the dragon, the liar, the father of lies, own kingdom. Well, that's got a good ring to it. Walked into his own house and looked at the prince of the old house and said, I'll take my keys. And there was no fight, there was no argument. The prince of this world had been cast down. But I'm not yet done. I think I'll write a song about it. Oh, death, oh, death. Where is thy victory? Oh, great! Where is thy steam? Come on, Saint, put a comma and get to writing tonight. Come on, visitor, put a comma and get to writing tonight. It's not over. Not on the beginning of the story. Yeah. 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 On the end. It doesn't matter how ignorant, how intense, how ill put together the beginning is. If you just have a good ending, because everybody's looking for a fairy tale ending. I want you to look up here at me. I don't care what your dilemma is, what your crisis is, what the chapter of your life reads today. It would be one thing if the devil got to close it out. So let me let me read. Let me read what could be the end of your story today. I worked on them all week. I woke them up in the night, I tempted them, I wore them out, I exhausted them, I touched their finances. I put friction in their marriage I put dysfunction in their home I accused them of acting like their parents Mm -hmm. I could go on and on and on but they come to church but they said through the preaching I had them so wrapped up with conviction and condemnation that they didn't think they could have victory I took them out because they would not move period Not a period. That's, that's not all. They heard about it. They could have got it. They could have taken back everything I took from them. But they were too tired. They had too much doubt. They let unbelief rob them. Period. I'm just going to keep reading until you find one you like. I wore them out. I exhausted them. I made some change. I attacked their money. I, I, I got their kids to act a little like me. And they were so tired that they didn't have the energy to respond to the preacher. How about this one? It's been a long week. Wore them out Tried to kill them Three three times in the past six weeks I have been I have been where A serious accident happened Within seconds The last time was about a week and a half ago My wife and I, my youngest Was in the car And we were pulling up to a red light A lady runs the red light Tries to turn She hits two cars head on And forces these cars to come directly at my I, I, I lie not Please hear me Come directly at my truck with an exceptional amount of speed, I, I, I started to throw it into reverse and couldn't find reverse quick enough. God, as my witness, when they both should have hit me, one ended left and one ended right. The other day, I was driving to Little Rock to preach. Got on the outside where 40 and 30 split off traffic. Come to a complete stop. As soon as my truck stopped, the Holy Ghost said, you need to move to the shoulder right now. I was like, "The world's talking to me. I'm I'm being serious. You may hear from the Holy Ghost every day of your life. It kind of scares me at times. And God is my witness. He said, move your truck now, here. And as soon as I looked over to my new neighbor, three cars behind me, completely totaled. I know you don't believe that It's alright it, it still happened yeah. 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 Write it down Tried to kill me Tried to take me out Tried to discourage me Tried to rob my faith Almost got him Took him to the point of giving up But somebody sent him a text And said encourage thyself in the Lord He'll never leave you He'll never forsake you He'll... And he got to church on a Sunday night And the preacher said, everything is going to be all right. And when I thought I had it, they lifted their hands. They lifted their voice. And they said, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. But blessed be the name. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to close your eyes. And she's going to start singing. I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to forget who's here and who's not here. I want you to take your spiritual eraser and I want you to move that period. I want you to change it into a comma, And then I want you to finish this service how you think it ought to be finished. Ghost reach over and take them by the hand and say, Come on, I'm gonna help you write your life story tonight. There's somebody here that the Holy Ghost take them by the hand and said, Come on, I'm gonna help you write your life story tonight. Bring if you're here you need a miracle, you need God to do something in your life. Come on,
2: come on. No matter
1: what.
0: the weapon is, I want you to know
1: i No
2: matter what the weapon is I want you to know that I'll win Come on church
0: No matter what the weapon is I want you to know that I'll win. No matter
2: what brother morgan's done very well by himself so you, but but if you'll forgive me for half a second some of you i think feel like that period's been there so long and nothing else has been written that it's a period and you don't even know how to erase the period you know the cool thing about a can actually turn a period yes, you can. into a comma by just adding a little mark on the period. So I'm telling somebody in the Holy Ghost right now, there's been a period for a long time and you don't think you can erase it, that's all right. Just get your pen out and add a little bit to the period and turn it in to a comma Yeah. response sometimes I'm afraid when that happens if we're not careful we miss the significance of what God is saying and doing and we kind of just check it off as hype I'm just I, I, I believe with all of my heart the Holy Ghost has talked to some people in this place tonight and this isn't just a message that Brother Morgan chose to preach just to make us feel good tonight, but the Holy Ghost has brought a word to some individuals in this place tonight. And listen, listen, listen. As, as the senior elder of the mother congregation, which I remind you that represents everybody here tonight, I think part of the significance of this word tonight is where we are and where we're going, there's some of you that have had a period. But it's God's purpose and God's plan that in this new season and new phase we're in that you put a comma where the period was because we need you to have a rest of the story. to some folks that have been around here a while you've been discouraged and weary and probably on the verge of giving up but the holy ghost tonight has brought you a word it's not a period but it's a comma and there's a new part of the story that the holy ghost is about to write not only for you individually but for us collectively Hallelujah! 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 In Jesus' name. You know what? I, I, I don't know. There, there's some things... Listen to me carefully. Listen carefully, please. There's some things that I've seen preachers do that I don't find in the Bible, but I don't find anything that indicates what they do is wrong. Okay? You think we know everything Paul said and did from a few epistles? You think we know everything Jesus said and did from a few gospels? No way. So I say that because many of you have been in services, and he did it just a week and a half ago, where Brother Gonzalez, if he's praying individually or if he's praying as a group, he says, take a step. The whole time Brother Morgan was preaching, I just I kept I kept thinking in my mind and hearing Brother Gonzalez take a step. So I don't have Bible for it. What I know is I don't have Bible that says it's wrong. Some of you gonna have to get out of your seats and cause you can't do what I'm about to say in the row. But if you believe the Holy Ghost not only has spoken but if you believe the Holy Ghost has spoken to you, I want you to physically. And some of you have already come to the altar. But I want you to physically, as a demonstration of faith, to take a step that says, I am stepping into, I am embracing what the Holy Ghost has said. Not only to us collectively, but what he's saying to me individually.
1: Oh, Hallelujah!
2: I don't want to, I don't want to start calling names and number one offend, but also leave somebody out and offend. But at the risk of that, brother Savage, we need you to put a comma there. Brother Knotts, there's a comma there, not a period. Brother Tom Salovius, I know there may seem to be a period, but there's a comma there. Brother Sister Evans, there's a comma there. I'm preaching to some of you saints. Or excuse me. I'm talking to some of you saints that have been around here a while that we need, we need, we need you to, to put a comma and make sure it's not a period. Brother Richards, I know what it looks like. I know what it may feel like. But I believe the Holy Ghost has a comma and not a period. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, there's something to look at. Come on, I know the Holy Ghost has already done some stuff. But just another moment or two, the Holy Ghost is still in this place.
1: Hallelujah.
2: Here, here, here's the challenge. For you young folks, there's been a period, but it hadn't been there too long. So it doesn't take as much faith to turn that period into a comma. There's some of you folks that have been going through some stuff for years. For years. And it's not that you don't believe, and it's not that you don't believe God can. But it's just a little more difficult. You know what, Sister Bundy, you asked a question at the end of service this morning. Here it is. It's not a period. Sister Middleton I'm assuming there's a little bit of uncertainty about what tomorrow holds but it's not a period brother Middleton I don't know where you went it's not a period it's not a period it's just a comma and what I believe is what's to come after the comma is greater than what was before the end of the story most of you have been around here long enough you've heard me say it my favorite verse is when Job says after all of it I heard of him with my ear that was when it looked like a period I just heard about him but after the comma I have now seen him with my own eye. Oh. I just prophesied to a few folks right now there's a comma that God's putting and what you're going to see after is not only going to give back what you lost but God is going to give back exceeding abundantly above what it was you lost and when it's all over with it's going to be better than it was in the beginning. Let me just, we are one body. We are going to be one body. That's the way it's going to be. So understand, you heard, go, go listen to what I preached a couple of weeks ago. First message of Antioch United. You know my heartbeat. You know what I believe. So I shouldn't have to qualify this, but I will anyway. But we are called, we, I know there's still a little bit of confusion. Not Arnold, us the mother congregation now that doesn't make us better than the other two but we got a different name than they got and the baby gets what the mother gets first i just refuse I know a bunch of you aren't here on Sunday morning, but for those of us that are, I just refuse on Sunday morning and then for all of us together on Sunday night to sit with a period while everybody else is following up the comma. I'm just going to tell you I believe it's the will of God for something fresh and new to flow through us for a new part of the story to be written but not just another part a part that is exceeding abundantly above what we could ask or think oh I'm I'm trying to quit. There's there's hot pizza downstairs, and I don't want it left over. We got it. You got to have it. You need the fellowship, but I, I just I just can't quite quit yet because I don't know who you are. But somebody, I just feel in my spirit, somebody hasn't quite taken a hold of the word that God has given to us tonight. I'm not, I'm not talking about an outward response. I'm not, I don't mean it. But there's a great outward response and there's been an inward response. But I just, I just feel like somebody, you, you just haven't quite, I guess it's, maybe it's a little bit of hesitancy. Maybe, maybe it's, how about it's, I've heard it before. Maybe you have. But tonight the Holy Ghost says, no period, No period, but a comma. Just so you know, I'm not trying to get hype and outward excitement and whatever. Without singing again, Sister Trish can keep playing, but without singing again. I want you, and and I know a lot of you have already done it. I know you've already done it but if we could all together one more time because as we all do it together one more time I believe somebody that hasn't really quite done it yet but if we will join together collectively I want you in just a moment to lift your hands and I want you to begin to, to say it out loud to God, to the devil, to yourself I receive this word I take hold of this word this is a word for me I don't know who else God was talking to tonight I don't know who else the message was for I don't know who else this rainbow was for but I declare that I lay hold of this word and this is my word I don't care who else goes home with it or not this is my word I've got a comma and not a period. Let, let, me, let me add this. Brother Mott said he felt something a few minutes ago. Let me say it this way. Some of you have got some promises from God that there is a period on those promises. But tonight the Holy Ghost says it's not a period on your promise. Doesn't matter how dead it looks. Doesn't matter how impossible it looks doesn't matter if it looks like god has forgotten all about it tonight it's not a period on your promise but there is a comma because god is going to do whatever he said he would do because god is faithful to perform what he has promised i want somebody right now to pick up some old promises i want somebody to reclaim some old promises Right now, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Higher the most Satan of a Hallelujah! Hallelujah 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 Gino la boho sataraba hay Gino la boho sataraba co satalaba hay Gino boho sataraba co satalaba Oh Hallelujah Hallelujah
1: Oh Jesus,
2: Hallelujah! 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 Hallelujah. Angie, I'm going to need you to help me for a second. Avery, I wish I could be more specific. I can't be any more specific than what I feel. There there is is such a hunger and desire that's coming from your spirit. I've seen and felt it for weeks now probably always been there, but something about the last couple of weeks, and and I wish I could be more specific than this, but I don't have anything else than this, and so I can't make it up. All I can tell you is God is about to give you a taste. I, I don't know in what area, what way, but that God is going to match the depth of your hunger and desire. I know that may be sort of vague, but that's all I got. In the name of Jesus, God, there's a comma. I don't know what you're about to do. I don't know what all is going to follow the comma. But God, you've got something that's already in the works. That's already in the process of fulfillment. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. come on there may not be anybody say anything to you specifically but why don't you tap into what the Holy Ghost is saying if what was said to her bears witness with you why don't you lay hold on it right now (inaudible) Hilo lo mo santa ramoosa. Yeah, ya ramando lo santa ya la ramaja. Ayarabo ko santa. Hilo lo mo santa ramaja. Hilo lo mo lo Oh, hallelujah! Thank you for your word. Thank you for the confirmation of your word. Haya rabo shatta ya rabo haya. Irolobo shanda rabaka haya labo ya ramando lolo bo Hallelujah! 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 In the name of Jesus the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah! Harabo shanda lava kia lava bahaye. Yila ko satala bahaye. Yila
1: lava
2: mondo roko satayala lava satala Hallelujah! 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ramando lobo satalaba. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yaramaka satayando robo satay. Come on, just another moment. You don't have to do anything else per se. I'm not asking for volume. I just, I want it, I just want the word to marinate in our spirits. Just a few more moments here. Come on. I don't care if you just stand there. Just stand there. I don't, I'm not asking you for anything. I, I just want you to stand there with a heart that's spirit, that's open, because I just believe the Holy Ghost is sealing. In our hearts right now, this word. Come on, the Holy Ghost is sealing in our hearts right now. What He has said and what He has done. Yeah, hallelujah! It's not
1: finished.
2: It's not, not ending. ending. It's God, only, it's the, only beginning. the beginning. Oh, God, when God, is in when it, God, God is in it, all things are new. Oh, yes, Lord, Hallelujah! Hallelujah
1: Oh, it's not over
2: oh, yes, it's, it's not finished,
1: finished.
2: It's, it's not yet. ending No, it's, it's only the, the beginning God is in
1: it All finished. things come Things are new.
2: It's not over. It's not, not finished.
1: finished.
2: It's, it's not, not ending. It's, it's only well. the beginning. Yeah. Is it oh.
1: It's not
2: finished. It's not ending. It's only the beginning when God is in it. All things are true. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, I realize it's a little bit later than normal, but I still encourage you to stop by downstairs, for a few minutes of food and fellowship before you go, get to spend a little time with each other as we continue to allow the Word of God to settle into our spirits. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah.